It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard on a Monday, Dennis and uh, Brady. Baby, it's cold outside, and it's only going to get colder as the week uh, goes, but uh, things heating up on the basketball court. We have decided absolutely nothing in boys' basketball in the MAC Silver. It is a four-team jumbled mess race, and I love it. Congratulations to the Marysville girls, though. They did decidedly win their league. Yeah, now it's official outright league title for them. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Max Silver is jumbled. We'll have a few big games this week. That'll be a, a big focal point of our coverage. Uh, the, the Northern is still in possession of first place in the Mac White, despite dropping their first game over the weekend. But, Non-league game yeah, against a really good against opponent. Against another undefeated team, so I don't yeah. think no, it's not a cause for panic. It happens. And Actually, the gold got be, interesting. Yes, and the gold got very interesting in the game you saw. Yeah, because Marine City actually had a chance to clinch his share of the title, and St. Clair said, not right away. So, so we'll get to all of that and, and more. And we have yeah. new name possibilities. New name possibilities, finally. Because yes, we've kind of been waiting for this. Which I will just say, it has been handled very well. Okay. Brady is, is much more on board with what's going on at PH than he was well, just, with just, how the Sandusky thing It feels like went. it's gone a lot smoother, and they've had a plan from the start. Yeah. All right. We'll get it all rolling in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Ladies first this time uh, through Brady, um, because the biggest game on Friday night was between St. Clair and Marine City at St. Clair High School. And uh, this this is basically what it boiled down to. If Marine City won this game, they would have gone to 8-0 in league, and the worst they could have done is tie for a league championship. St. Clair needed the win to pull into a first-place tie with Marine City. Um, and keep in mind that in the background is Frazier. Don't, you can't count them out yet. They blew out Clawson. They're 6-2, and two, so they're one game back. Now there's two league games left for everybody. Right. The snow kind of messed this up because we'd have more figured out by now if we hadn't had snow outs on Wednesday. Right. Marine City was due to play Frazier, and that would have settled a lot. Yeah. Especially going into the game. Yeah. So, But at, at any rate, be that as it may, St. Clair and Marine City get together. You know I like weird stats. So 96 points scored in this game, Brady. Mm-hmm. 90 by the starters, 6 by the bench. Front, top loaded in this one. <laughs> the St. Clair bench scored 5 points, all by Tabitha Furlan, and the Marine City bench scored 1 point. Maya Simons at a free throw in the last minute of the game. Otherwise, just not a lot of all bench starters scored. Playing? Did they shorten nah, the bench? I mean, or? Pe- people were in and, in and out of the uh, game. I don't think Marine City had everybody available, but I mean, the, they they played. Um, they they went eight or nine deep. All right, so it uh, wasn't you know. from a lack of trying. No, um, and and the same thing with um, Saint Clair. They didn't play everybody, but the, you know, other kids played. So um, the the things that I've come out of this were, were things that I already knew. From the St. Clair perspective, I am really becoming a big Ali Komorowski fan. Yep. Like, she's an athlete, and at times she's kind of electric out there with the things that she can do. Um, and she's def- when she's slashing and going to the basket, she can score. The St. Clair bigs were really good in this game. The Marine City key players, who I love, you know I'm a big Jocelyn Dietland fan, mm-hmm. but she scored 10 of her 14 in the fourth quarter. 
So for three quarters, struggled with fouls, but just struggled kind of getting anything established. Um, Jade Blanchard shouldn't have a bad ball game, but she didn't have a, you know, she didn't put her stamp on it. Right. Um, and and the and then a player that com- completely came out of nowhere for me, Paige Nelson. I thought had a great game. Like she played really well for Marine City in this one. Finished with nine points, knocked down a couple of threes, and had an and one, um, and was really aggressive in the game. Ashlyn Zimmer. I've seen Ashlyn Zimmer play good ball games before, but this is probably the best ball game I've seen her play. Well, St. Clair was going to need her to do that if they wanted to win. Yeah. Saros continues to do her thing. Um, Audrey Schindler could be a force. She's just got to stay out of foul trouble. Right. So this ended up being a pretty fun ball game, a game of streaks. Uh, St. Clair led start to finish. They jumped out to a 10-2 to lead in this one. Marine City got it to 10-9, to and then all of a sudden it was 25-9. to A 15-0 run. Blanchard hit a three just before halftime, 15, uh, 25-12 at the half. Marine City's best quarter was the third. They outscored St. Clair 15-9 to to pull to within seven going into the fourth. A couple of times they got it to four points. Every time they did, every time I said, there's a big shot for Marine City, the ball was down the court, and the Saints would get an easy layup. Every time. And that's something St. Clair did not do the first time they played. They struggled to score, especially inside, but just score in general against Marine City. Yeah, uh, and and so they were able to just all night long get the lead and then keep them at arm's length. Right. Keep them at arm's length. Have an answer for every Marine City run at them. And in the end, you had a 52-44 to 44 ball game that was your typical rivalry game with a lot of fouls um and uh it, it was a, a a good basketball game was it a great game no i think the saints played one of their best games of the season i think marine city left a little um i i i in fact i know they can play better well, this is the second time St. Clair's done this, had a big game at home that they've been looking forward to for a long time and played real, a really good game. They did this against Marysville in like their third game of the year. They were really excited for it. They had a good atmosphere, and they fed off that. St. Clair's been very hit or miss. There have been games where they've just come out flat, but when they come out, guns a-blazing, they can be a tough team, and it sounds like, from what you told me, the atmosphere was really good in this game, that they're, they – were locked in, focused on this one, and they fed off that, and they had a must-win game, and they got the win. Yeah, uh, Coach Petrukowski was really pleased afterwards with the focus because I, I think he actually said that he started, our girls were laser-focused tonight. Well, remember, And I would agree with that. Remember last year, how many times did they either get off to a really bad start and they'd be down – 23 to 6 and then they'd claw back and make it a two-point game in the second half and you're going well if they just do that the whole game they'll be fine it's one of the few times they've just done that the whole game yeah so it's a three-team race because now you've got uh, st Clair and marine city both seven and one mm-hmm. and you got frazier at six and two marine city's got roseville who they should beat and then they play frazier they're both home games sure Again, I, I, it's a one-game season. Yeah, they're 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 the. I think they're the favorite in both games. Oh, Fra- but that's uh, Frazier's tricky. tough. Yeah, at but Frazier's tough because Frazier's six and two. Yep. They their only losses are to Marine City and St. Clair. There was a close one at St. Clair the first time, and technically Frazier controls their own destiny. 
because they've they went got out, they've got St. Clair at home and at Marine City. Um, but they're also sitting there with the two losses, knowing that if they lose, they're done. Right, they're out with one loss. They've got to win out. So, I mean, for all intents and purposes, St. Clair at Frazier tomorrow on the on Tuesday is for St. Clair to clinch a league this chair. Yeah, I know that mathematically they have to go to Lakeshore and win. They're not losing at Lakeshore. Lakeshore's two and thirteen, one and seven. Their only win is against Clawson, who is equally as bad. Yeah. So that's a big win for St. Clair. Good news is for Marine City, they still control everything. Everything's in front of them. If they win their next two, they get at least a share. And the odds are that they might get another crack at St. Clair in a district. Because that district is tough because that's a district that also features Armada and Marysville. Yeah, that's just uh, that's a That's a, that's tough a district one. of death. Yeah, that is four really and, good and, teams. And, and that's, that's the thing that sometimes annoys me, and I, and I get it. You know, you, it's about travel, and it's about getting teams from the area all together in one place. But, man, there's going to be three really good basketball teams whose season are going to end in the first uh, few days of the girls' playoffs. And I don't, there's just something not right about it because then you look at some other districts and some really bad teams – are going to get to play in a regional. Right. That's just how it works out. It's it's what it is. And it's every year, and yeah. I complain about it every year. But And there's nothing we can do about it unless you just line them up one through however many in the state and match them up that way. But yeah, then, then your then travel you is going to be – game against Alpena. Yeah, I mean, then, then you get – it's just ridiculous. Plus, two, some of the early games, the scores would just be obscene. So that was – the biggest game that we thought going in to Friday night. But, Dennis, I'm going to jump around a bit and talk about maybe the biggest upset of the year so yeah, far, this... at least in girls. Almont 36, Emily City 35. Nobody saw this coming? No, I, I certainly, uh, you know, I, I didn't. Like, it wouldn't have surprised me if Almont kept it close for a, a while, but certainly not expecting them to win this basketball game. Uh, Kendall Roshesky had a, a really solid performance with uh, 15 points, uh, and and Elmont gets the win. Um, I, I know I, I talked with one parent whose girl has been on the Elmont team and has never beaten Emily City in basketball. Well, that's true for just about every Yeah, and, and, and they were very excited to finally beat those guys. Well, yeah. And those guys was not the term that he used. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been really good for a long time. And just the way, though, that MLA City plays, they shoot a lot. And it doesn't shock me that they lost a game on the road in the dog days of the season to a team they probably shouldn't have. I mean, Almont was 3-4 and four in league. But a cold night shooting on the road on a Friday probably had a good atmosphere at Almont. Hold them and to hold them to thirty-five. Yeah, Almont can score thirty-six. That's a that's a really nice win. That's a win for Almont that they haven't had in a long, long time. And what that does for MLA City is it kind of takes them that takes their destiny out of their own hands because now North Branch has a two-game lead. Yeah, now it's it's North Branch's to win. All they got to yeah. all they got to do is do what they've been doing. Even if and, they and lose to Emily City. Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be – yeah, it gives them that cushion. 
that now they don't have to go into MLA City and have a must-win game. They can actually go to MLA City and just play basketball, which might make them even more dangerous. Yeah, because they just keep winning. I mean, they yeah. beat Yale 36-25 in their last game. Uh, As we've said, the, the, what they, every one of their league games has been a double-digit win. Yeah, it's double-digit win. So Almont with a huge upset. I mean, that was when you texted me that, it was like, what? That that's not like okay, Armada or Yale beat Emily City. That's an upset that would still surprise me, but I could see happening. Almont getting that win, good for them. I'm sure they enjoyed that win because that's a that's a big one. And and I got that score early, like I had that score by halftime of my game because they were doing a boys girls doubleheader and it was the first game, so they started at like five or five thirty. Um, and then we'll get to the boys later, but that one went to overtime. Right. Um, so it, it was uh, a fun uh, night of basketball between Elmont and Emily City with good games. But, yeah, I, I got that score, and it was 36-35. We finally beat those guys with a bunch of exclamation yeah. points, and I'm like, what? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> uh, no, that wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the MAC. Lance Cruz North tops Port here on 31-27 in a low-scoring game, but Lance Cruz North gets a little revenge on Port Huron. Yeah, Port Huron struggling right now. They are. They they're, are. They they're, just they're don't struggling. have that oomph. They don't have that go-to player that they have they i know before port huron couldn't didn't score a whole lot but they could if they needed to like if they needed to win a 50 to 48 game they could and now it just seems like they need to hold teams really under 35 or 30 if they want a real good chance at winning romeo gets revenge on northern 46 37 but again a better showing from northern just got to start turning some of these into wins again. I know they beat them the first time, but it would have been nice to get the sweep against Romeo and the Mac White. Now, my new rule is is that we have to be at least five games in the season before we give up on somebody <laughs> because after a one and two start, we're kind of scratching our heads about, oh, you know, Marysville, they lost all these kids. They got to do this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, 46-24, they beat Stevenson. The Vikings are the Mac Blue champs they they move up to what's supposed to be a higher and tougher division and they they walked through it like there's nothing to it yeah and well the mac blue is it's better than the gold but i just think because some of the bottom teams are better than the gold i mean the top three in both divisions are pretty good i put them up against each other and i say it's fairly even so i'm not trying to take away from marysville i'm just saying that there's not a huge jump and marysville prove that by going eight no 12 and 3 overall. The only other loss was to Parma Western since that 1 and 2 start and they've had some really nice wins. They're going to beat Chippewa Valley today to go to 9 and 0 and 13 and 3 overall. Not everything we've already said about the Marysville girls teams we can say again because it has been just a, a heck of a bounce back after a quarterfinal appearance you lose most your starting lineup and you just come back with this. Those girls do give 120% and Ryan Ratchy gets the most out of every player on his roster. He finds a role for everyone who plays. Everyone out there has a purpose. Yep. And congratulations to them outright now, Mac Blue Champs, because I know they had clinched a share by our last show, but now nobody can catch them. Uh, they, they're going to go for the, season, the, the perfect league season against Chippewa Valley and then Cousineau on Tuesday. So 
Chance to go 10-0 and when the Mac blew outright. I think Cousineau is decent. Like, that'll be a good game. Yeah, I mean, Cousineau was the second team with Southlake on their tail. Now, if Marysville wins it and Marine City wins it, they could get a rematch in, that, in the Mac crossover that the girls do when they could take the top from the blue and the top from the gold. That'd be a fun one because that's one of Marine City's few losses. Yeah. I'm not nuts about the way the Mac does stuff at the end of the year. I, I don't, and the boys, I'm not a big fan of the Mac tournament. I like it. Uh, I know you do. You're you're different from me, though. What would you rather? Like, I I just uh, what I don't like is that a lot of times teams that are going to play again in the district, and you get like you play a team four times in a season. I don't like that. Man, happens all the time in college. Yeah, happens this all the isn't, time. A lot this is in college where they're getting big money to give the matchups that the TV networks want. So, <laughs> I mean, okay, you play them a lot. It happens. Yeah. Don't like it. How many times do hockey teams play each other in a season? And I don't like it. I complain all the time about about those leagues and how they play unbalanced schedules and two teams play each other 20 times, and if one of them's bad, the other team looks like they're the greatest well, thing since sliced bread. In high school, I mean, Marysville's going to play a team a few times. Northern uh, always matches up with the team seemingly they played in the regular season. It just It just happens. So it's a third time, like, further down the road. They're going to play anyway, so. Anyway, uh, let's keep going. Uh, Utica Ford beats Anchor Bay 44-33. Gross Point Liggett in girls wins 61-19. And New Haven Merritt beats Warren Math and Science 41-26. And that was it. It's actually Warren Michigan Math and Science, but. I didn't have enough room on the line. I, and, I didn't and know. Liggett beat Cardinal Money. Yeah, I said that one. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't think anyone thought we were talking about a different Warren. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying I, I only put Warren. Ma- I didn't even spell out science. I just put Psy on the, on the little line just because it fits better. Anyway, Leave so it. that was it for girls <laughs> basketball. I'm just being feisty now because it's Monday. All right, uh, there was a lot of boys' basketball uh, as uh, well. Uh, most of it on Friday, but there was a game on Sunday that I think we'll probably spend a little bit of time on we as well. Uh, but we'll do all that when we come back from this break. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. I love it. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Let's talk some boys basketball, uh, Brady. Uh, the first time Crosslex and Armada met, it was an overtime game in Armada that the Tigers probably felt they should have won and that Crosslex probably breathed a big sigh of relief when they got out of there yep. with the W. The Pioneers um, were not going to mess around, apparently, in a rematch. No, no, they weren't. They, they have been playing angry since they lost to Richmond. They really have been. Because, again, and I don't want to take anything away from Richmond because I think Richmond's good. And and right now they deserve to be called the best team in the BWAC. But I walked away from that game feeling like Crosslex didn't give their best effort. It wasn't their A game. No, and while they gave their A game against Armada, they are up 41-16 at half before winning 65-39 over Armada in a game that was just never really close. No, uh, so... You know they're gearing up. You know they've got the rematch with Richmond circled. And that was a big step for the Crosslex boys if they want to make that mean something and get a chance at a league title. They have to keep doing this and winning games. Otherwise, if they do what MLA City Girls did, then the rematch loses a heck of a lot of luster. And it starts again this week with a game at home against Yale. Yeah. Uh, who... Got the win, and I guess the bottom line is just win, baby. 
because you don't get style points or bonus points for winning by 30. Or, But I'm surprised that they only got a 48-46 win over North Branch. Either North Branch played really, really well or Yale didn't bring their A game. Probably a little bit of both, but Yale struggled a bit since they started off the season 6-0. and They're 5-3 and cents. Uh, excuse me, four and three. No, five and three cents. Um, and no, four and three. Sorry, I was this the way the page is loaded was weird. So they've only been about a five hundred team since league play started. They've lost to Croslex. They've lost to Emily City. They've lost to Armada. Kind of those top tier teams. And North Branch at North Branch. I don't know if because it was a Friday they were looking past, knowing they had Croslex next week or what have you, but. North Branch nearly shocks them. Like you said, they they got the win. They escaped. They did what they needed to do. But that's another concerning sign going into a game in a hostile environment in Croslex where they're not going to look past Yale. That's yeah, not no. a team they ever look past. No, not not at all. That that's the, They look at that as a statement game every time they play it, no matter what it means. Uh, otherwise, in the in the standings, MLA City and Elmont. Elmont just plays tough, close basketball games. I mean, and they can't they, win any. They they, they, they they ended up losing by ten in overtime, but I mean, it got to overtime. So after regulation, this thing was tied. So the two games against MLA City were a two point loss in the league opener, and I think a layup with two seconds left, and an overtime loss. Sixty three fifty three this time around. So. Uh, Pretty high scoring game too. So Elmont's four and nine. Here are their nine losses: a twelve point loss to Clintondale, a eighteen point loss to Hortonville Brandon. So two legit losses. Then a two point loss to MLA City. Then a one point loss to Armada. Then they played Cross Lex and took one on the chin by twenty three. Then a ten point loss to Richmond in a good showing. A ten point loss to Flint Southwestern. A one or an eleven point loss to Yale and a overtime loss to MLA City. They've been competitive in a lot of games. It's not like they're losing these games by 20 points. Even some of their wins have been tight because I know they had a one-point win over Foley. Yeah, their win over Foley was 38-37. Uh, they had a four-point win at Algonac. So it seems like they had a three-point win against Dryden. They just morph to whatever their opponents are. If their opponents are good, they'll play good. If their opponents aren't so good, they'll play down. But Almont seems like you're you are going to have an entertaining basketball game yeah. when Almont plays. It's going to be close, low scoring. All right, well, we knew Brown City was good, Brady, but I I, I guess we haven't been playing close to paying quick, close enough attention. Before we go to okay. that, I do want to mention that MLA City still only has one loss in league in BWAC play. They've only lost to Cross Lex because the game with Richmond got moved to later this month because remember the first time around it was canceled yeah so they haven't played richmond yet their only loss in league is to cross lex despite having a seven and six record they are five and one in BWAC play now i know you haven't played richmond and that's skews it a little bit but emily city's just as much in this BWAC race as cross lex is and i just I feel like they've been flying under the radar because they lost a lot of non-conference games and they lost a few bad. But in league play, they've been pretty solid, especially getting wins over Yale, getting wins, I mean, surviving against Elmont the two times. 
and they haven't played Armada either, but just keep an eye on MLA City. They do have, they can still throw a wrench in a lot of things. All right. So in the GTC East, which we don't examine the standings every day, but Brown City is playing whack-a-mole right now. Uh, Muxlow is scoring at will. They beat K-Pack Friday 58-30. to, to 30. What are they, 12-1, and 13-1? and 12-1 one. One. overall. Uh, Muxlow had a th- a 30, another 37-point game. Like I, he's, he's putting up numbers like that are that are really dumb. He it seems like every night he's putting up thirty some points, and part of it's because he's most of the scoring for Brown City, but he's also getting double and triple teamed. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say their opponents know, right. and and you would assume that they're playing a style of defense designed around trying to stop him. They're not stopping him. No. No, they're not, and I mean, we had the 45-point game, now a 37-point game. He's had other big games as well, so Gaden Muxlow is leading that Brown City team that has other good athletes up there to a 12-1 and record. The question is going to be, what can they do when they get out of the GTCs? Yeah. Because Ubley's been a little down this year. Uh, Sandusky has a good league record, but not a great overall record. Think Brown City's probably going to win the East. The question is, what will they do if they get out of their district and play in a regional against a team like Saginaw Nouvelle? Are they area good or are they state good? And you really can't answer that until the postseason. The only thing you can do is keep winning. Yeah. Uh, Sandusky beat Memphis 46-16 in the other GTC East uh, score that we had. Gross Point Liggett beats Cardinal Mooney 59-47. to Mooney just can't get any traction, no. uh, Brady. And and after a five and one start, they've really struggled to to put together back to back wins. Yeah, they're they're now down to a seven and six record. Uh, they've lost what they they won back to back wins after that. You saw them win at Hackett. They beat Cranbrook, but then they followed up with a loss to a Liggett team. They had a chance to beat down at Liggett. They've lost five of seven. We know this is a talented Mooney team, but hopefully this is their slide and they work back up on their way to the districts. Because I think they're run. getting healthier. Yeah, Everhart played it, uh, played last week. I I don't know. I, I think their league's pretty tough. I don't think they're pl- losing to any bad teams by any means, but you just like to see them flip a couple of them. Like, I'm not expecting them to go through league unbeaten, especially with Loyola in there, but, God, just flip a couple of these, and you're just feeling a little better about yourself. But now you, the, the goal is get better and get the wins so that when you get into the postseason, you can hit the ground running because I always say it, hey, no one's going to remember what you did in the regular season if you put up a regional title. Yeah, but Tennessee Christian's lurking out there and they put up 103 on friday night i know but i also think genesee christian is beatable like they are good but they are not this behemoth that can't be touched all right uh peck beats uh carsonville port sandlake 51 to 42 deckerville beat akron fairgrove 64 52 up in the uh thumb uh and just some other scores Merritt beats uh warren math and science 
59-32. Lapierre Faith over Landmark, 70-33. And Burton center point, 38. Kimball New Life, 34. And we mentioned that because you had a stat on Burton center point. Yeah, center point has a winning record, but they have the worst NPR in the state, if that tells you anything about the quality of opponent. They're yeah. Playing. So there you have it. Um, we'll, uh, we'll run through. Uh, there were some hockey scores. We'll do that at the start of the next segment, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, Port Huron High uh, thing and uh, anything else that's crawling at uh, Brady on a Monday. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 this is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. Got to get one more basketball game in, Brady, because Sunday Northern played. Yes. Against Ann Arbor Huron. 53-50 Ann Arbor Huron hands Northern their first loss. But again, when I'm looking at the grand scale, you had two undefeated teams played and Northern was within three points in this game. Northern's legit. Like the mess, all the messages, all the signals, and all the data that we have through this point of the season. Northern's legit. Oh yeah. I mean, sometimes it helps to get one loss on there just to remind everyone, hey, you're not perfect. You're you can lose these games. And Ann Arbor here on, I mean, they're they're unbeaten. They're eleven and zero. I'm not gonna get upset that they lost a three-point game an hour and a half from home on a Sunday against a undefeated team. Now, you just put this behind you by going and beating Romeo at home on Wednesday, and then you go to New Haven and get that win, and yeah, and then you are put that to rest, and then you go in the MAC tournament, because remember, the MAC tournament for Northern will be against red teams, because they're in the white. Yep. They could draw Dakota. If they win, they would play the fourth-place team in the red, who's Chippewa Valley right now, but they're only a half game behind Dakota. Dakota drops there. That could be a tune-up for your district. be very interesting to to see that game and, and get a little gauge. Right. I've really felt... Dakota's been very pedestrian by their standards. Yeah, I mean they're they're still da- all those teams are still dangerous. Yes, but I've just kind of felt for a while now that this is the year that Northern's the favorite for the first time, maybe in my memory. In a, in a long time, because yeah. Dakota is five and six overall. Lons Cruz North five and eight overall. Yeah, so that's something that, hey, in the MAC tournament, Dennis, you might at least get a little something you'd like, a little preview of what could be a district game. Because right now, I know we're going to talk, maybe talk about MPR later in the week and where everyone stands. Right now in that district, Northern's number one. The PH is number two in MPR. So that would mean they'd be on opposite sides and could potentially have a port here on area school district final. Which would be a lot of fun to get a rematch if that first one was a little bit closer for me. Yes. The, the, the fact that, you know, Northern kind of won easy the first time through. And I know you said PH played well in the game. Yeah. So, but hey, it's still, it, I'd rather have that than them playing Lance Cruz North in a final. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not worried about Northern. They didn't go there and lose by 20. It was a game where they only scored 50 points. It was the first time only one player scored in double figures for Northern, and that was Tyler Jamison. And that's, I guess, the recipe to beating them is holding everyone else under 10. That's what I'd be saying. Hey, the, the, the older Jamison's going to get his. Make sure no one else does. And that's their lowest scoring output, and they still only lose by three. So, not concerned, but yes, worth noting.
All right. Uh, there was some hockey over the uh, weekend as uh, well. On um, Friday, actually, there were three games, including Northern getting, I think, a big win for them because they, they had it. really been struggling. They went uh, and beat Cranbrook in overtime, 6-5. to five. Kyron Bruno had two goals, including the game winner in overtime. Bryson Smith had two goals and an assist. Uh, Bringard and Chauvin were the other goal scorers for the Huskies. And they had Landon Baumgartner back. Um, he'd, he'd been injured and... Um, uh, getting him back and goal helps. And it looks to me like Cranbrook is basically a one-line team. Duncan Murdoch had five points, and Michael Horton had five points, and really nobody else for Cranbrook showed up. What, Northern seems to do well down at Cranbrook. They always seem to give Cranbrook a good game. And, hey, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why this was the one to break the losing streak when they've had winnable games before, but they really needed that, if nothing else, for their psyche and to – feel a win again and, and the one of the reasons it's tough to play at cranbrook power plays cranbrook six northern two four of cranbrook's five goals on the power play but just saying still got the win in overtime <laughs> just saying still got still the got, win that's a really in, nice in win for northern they that's their second league win this year which going into the season not knowing what they had You'll take that, especially on the road. Yeah. Especially on the road. Uh, Tawas beat uh, Port Huron 9-2. to And Marysville, I told you, bring your bring your game. They didn't. Dakota 8, Marysville uh, 1. Um, then on uh, Saturday, Romeo beat uh, Port Huron 9 to nothing, uh, And New Boston Huron beat uh, Thumb Legion 5-3. to uh, Lentner didn't play for Legion, but Chase Tikarski had uh, two goals and an assist for them. Uh, we'll see Legion Thursday. Um, they've got PH, and I'll see Marysville Thursday. They're playing Stevenson. So got some high. It feels like it's we haven't done hockey since before Christmas. Yeah, because, well, there have been very few home games. The ones that have have been on big basketball nights. Yeah, so um, looking forward to that uh, to kind of break away from basketball on Thursday and get a couple of hockey games in. So. All right, get everything caught up with hockey? Everything is caught up where we need to be, so pick a topic and go, Brady. All right, so Port here on high had announced a few months ago that this is the last season that the big red mascot will be used. So, naturally, they're going with a new mascot. They have released, um, it is a bracket, so I, I kind of like the way they're doing it. I don't know, I didn't see anything if this is going to be a vote or this is in the school or how they're going to do it, but these are the 12 teams that are 12 mascots that have been picked. And I think they range from very good to bleh. But <laughs> you have 12, so as long as one really good one's in there, that's all that matters. So I'm going to go through. Dennis, you have not seen any of these. No. No, and so I'm going to write these down because I'll forget. All right. So I'll give them to you by matchup, okay? Oh, okay. So this is how they're doing it. They're making yes. like a bracket. Yes. And- so there's 12. There's four that get a buy. I don't know if that's the one that like the school really liked or how they or they randomly picked it, but they have 12. I'll give you the first one, and the first one has one I actually kind of like. So the first matchup is the Wildcats, which is very bled to me, against the Red Tails. The Red Tails. Yes, like in aviation. 
with the planes. Okay. So the I kind of like Red Tails off the bat. That one stuck out. It's kind of unique, and it's got a you can do a lot of stuff with that. I, I kind of dug that one at first. So that one, the winner of that one would play the Panthers. So the Port here on Panthers, which. Uh, I don't like when there's one in the general vicinity because Centerline is the Panthers, yeah. but I don't hate it. There's is it Frazier, too? No, they're the Ramblers. They're the Ramblers. Who else yeah. is the Panthers? I thought there was one other Panthers. But the, the, I sure knew there, there was a Panthers. Yeah, Centerline is there. All right, the next matchup is the Red Knights. So the port here on Red Knights versus the Dragons. The only other Dragons I can think of is I think Clintondale. Lake o- oh, Clintondale is in Lake Orion too, aren't yeah. they? So that's another MAC team. Now, see, Knights is all right, but I don't like Red Knights, and there is another Knights in the area. So they would then the other one. This one is who they would play in the bracket is the Pride, the Port Huron Pride, and it's and it put in parentheses like Lions. So like think that kind of Pride. Okay. So the logo would be a lion, but you'd be called the Port Huron Pride. Which I think is unique. Yeah, I don't, I don't I mind that. I think you could do a lot of cool stuff with that. So I like that one. Now on the other side, the this is one of the most interesting matchups. It is the Port Huron Red Storm versus the Port Huron Freighters. Okay. What are your thoughts on those two? Um, not a Red Storm fan, but Freighters I think I could get used to. Yeah. Like, it might not, like, wow you right at the, the, the start, but I think I could get used to calling them the freighters. I don't mind Red Storm. I think that's one that sounds a little clunky at first. You know what Red Storm sounds to me? It sounds like an AYSO soccer team. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to sounds me. Sounds like you. Su- yeah. But I think, like, that's one that you just get used to and that you could do a lot of cool things with, and it gives you a little flexibility with things to do. And not just because it storms in the area. Um, and the the other one in that section of the bracket, the winner of that matchup would go up against Cardinals, which... Again, we have Cardinals in the area. We have, and there's plenty. Yeah. I We don't need another Cardinals. Marine City, Cardinal Mooney Cardinals, the Kingston Cardinals, Millington. the Dryden Cardinals, the Millington Cardinals. There's lots of Cardinals. Yes. And not that it's just overdone. All right. And now the last section is the Eagles which Ike is the only one around near here, right? The, uh, Eisenhower is the Eagles. Uh, Madison is the Eagles. Yes, Madison Heights. Um, I, I, I feel like there's there are others, but like directly K- in Caseville, the area. I think yeah, Caseville is, is the Eagles. But I don't Eagles. think anyone really yeah. cares no, about Caseville. No, and they're never going to play Port Huron. No, and no one knows. Uh, the fact that we know this just means we're losers that know what Caseville's called <laughs> two and a half hours away. Um, so... The Eagles against the Patriots. Uh, oh, you've got the mascot I, uniforms. I do from you, the old arena d- Donate to the school. Team. It's a little broken and probably stinky. But uh, Cousineau is also the Patriots. Yeah. They're the only Patriots I can think of. Uh, well, again, they don't play USA, but th- that's the y- Patriots. Yeah, that one, I don't mind if you yeah. overlap but there. But you do, you do run across. Cousineau does play PH right. in a lot of sports. And then the last one is Red Hawks, which is Cass City. Again, you would play them, but that's actually somewhat close, but not close enough that I'd immediately rule it out. But I'd rather try to be original if you can. Yeah. 
I know in high school it's hard to because you have hundreds of high schools and coming up with an original name that's not um, that's not a uh, local or not uh, dumb and kind of pushing the boundaries just to be unique for the sake of being unique is tough. But those are the twelve again. Red Tails, Wildcats, Panthers, Red Knights, Dragons, Pride, Red Storm, Freighters, Cardinals, and Eagles, Patriots, Red Hawks are the 12. I mean, there isn't any on the list where I'm just like, oh, I hate it. It's absolutely horrible. Um, I'm not like, like my least favorite is probably Red Knights. If it was just Knights, I'd like it more. I don't know why. I, some of these are just <laughs> bland. Like some of these are just like white bread with two percent milk type of a meal. Like eagles, wildcats, um, those ones. Cardinals are just kind of bleh. I think my three favorites in no particular order, but there are three that I could get behind and get used to, and like I like are red tails. Pride and freighters, and the one thing you, I think they're the most original too. I, I I don't mind Red Storm, that one I think would take a little getting used to, but I do like Pride and Red Tails. And the thing you can do with Red Tails is Memorial Stadium was after World War was built after World War Two, and you can tie in that connection. The, the whole Port Huron little athletic area, everything that's made in that white concrete was built after World War Two, so you can kind of tie that in. Freighters is unique. Albeit maybe a little on the nose, but hmm. no one else is the freighters. Yeah, you're not going to find that, and there, there's certainly a tie to the area. Right, so freighters I like, um, and yeah, I think pride's a good one. I think pride is a solid one because it's unique, but I don't think it's cheesy, or I don't think it's trying too hard. And, and you know, it's got a lot of different meanings. Right. Like, you can use that in a different way, and uh, you can, like you said, with the logos and stuff, they have, the the graphic they have, they have just general ideas of what it could be, but it says these are not the actual images they're going to use. It's just an idea of what it could be. Mm -hmm. I know with Red Storm, uh, I was talking to Dave Taddy about this, and he he likes Red Storm because St. John's used to be the Red Men in yeah. college, and they had to change to Red Storm. So he likes that parallel. But Red Storm's not bad. Um, I, again, I think my least favorite ones are like Wildcats, Eagles, Cardinals, Panthers. Like, yeah, because they, they've been there, like they're done that. A lot of lot of teams across the state use names like that. I would like. I wouldn't mind Patriots because bring me back Patriots, the onion bags or whatever they're called. <laughs> the onion Kings. Yeah. From who was it? Brown City <laughs> lost to. Uh, um, yeah, yeah in, the semi- in the middle of the state. Yeah. Um, but like, I wouldn't mind Port Martin. Here, Martin, yeah, Port here on Patriots rolls off the tongue, but cousin knows them. But I wouldn't use that as a reason to disqualify it immediately. Same with Red Hawks. I don't mind the Port here on Red Hawks, but. Again, I, I'd rather try to be original. Uh, but, yeah, I off the bat, Wildcats, Panthers, Cardinals, Eagles, gone. Nope. I can do without those. Let's cut it to eight. Dragons, I don't mind. I mean, there's not a ton of dragons. I know Clintondale is, but they don't play in a ton of things. And 
Dragons is unique enough where, okay, Clintondale has it, Lake Orion has it, Port Huron has it, but I don't know how many other teams would have it across the state. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to, to look at that. Um, I'm sure there's a few. But I yeah, – right Once in a the while, bat, they, they play Clintondale in basketball. Well, but, they're in the same they, – yeah. yeah, they're in the same – well, they were in the same league Clintondale went down. But I'm much more receptive to these options. Even the bad ones, I don't think they're bad. They're just bleh. Like – they're not bad, but they're not good. They're yeah, just, they could be they, more creative. They feel they're like, not horrible, but they could be more creative. They feel like filler, and they feel like a safer option if the if people didn't want to go with a drastic change. Because if you had twelve kind of like wacky ones, like if you had twelve like red tails, it would feel kind of jumbled. But you got to have a few. I think just I uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in a science experiment, the control group. Like that's what I feel like Wildcats is. It's the it's the pill they give you that's just a sugar pill just to see if what how you react. I take Wildcats over Red Knights any day of the week. Red Knights is and again, whatever. This is to just me. a personal preference to me. And I also think it you'd have to. Ha- I know it's hard to make twelve logos, but it's a little easier to envision if you have logos. The one thing that does seem like they're going to do is they're going to keep the red, white, and black color scheme. So they're not, which makes sense and which is a great color scheme. Yes, I think they look really sharp with everything. So I think my front runner's red tails, and then tied for second is freighters and pride. Those are my top three. I don't know that I've a particular order. Like they're just they're three I could get behind. They're three I could get used to saying. And out of the twelve, there's about seven or eight that I don't mind at all that I get used to, and I go, all right, that's the new name. I mean, whatever name they pick, I'm going to get used to and I'm going to get behind after a, a certain amount of time passes. Right. Just some names I'll get used to quicker than others. And you'll enjoy saying more yes. than others. Like just saying the Port Huron Pride or the Port Huron Red Tails sounds better than the Port Huron Cardinals. Yeah, and, and, if, that and if that's like, what they go with, I'll get used to it. Yeah, we're not going to stop doing Port Huron stuff, yeah, but, but I the mean, Port Huron just, Cardinals you know, sounds so. like a travel baseball team. <laughs> I don't, and the the reason I don't like Patriots isn't because of the Cousinal thing. It's actually because we've had a Port Huron Patriots. I don't want Port Huron High to be the Border Cats or something like that. Oh, yeah, Let's, the Port Huron Patriots were an old arena football team yeah. that was run, and it's very, a bad memory. Poorly. And yeah, <laughs> but enough. T- but think about it, Dennis. Enough time has passed. I mean, the kids in high school right now were like seven or eight when that was going on. Yeah. And it was only around for a little blip. So even if a few like us remember it, the majority of people don't. Yeah, I know. So they're not going to have that connotation. It's not like they were a famously terrible team, even though they lost their last game 114 to nothing. Um, True story. I believe that was like the third biggest blowout in the history of professional football. Mike Legro played in that game. Mike Legro did play in that game. But anyway, um, those are the names. Uh, I hope they're all... I don't mind all of them. It's not like with Sandusky where we saw some of them and we went, what are you thinking? Yeah. Some of those were, were bad. Yes. but uh, and, and I'm already used to the Wolves. Yeah. Like, I, I already I, like it. Like I, lo- I thought that's ended, who they are. They're the Sandusky they, Wolves. They ended on a good one. Yeah. They ended on a good one. So, 
All right, uh, that's it. Uh, Dennis, you want to tell everyone where we'll be? Nothing tonight, but Tuesday we're back on the grind. Tuesday we're back uh, at it. Uh, I'll be uh, girls basketball, Roseville at Marine City, a game Marine City should win and needs to win um, to keep title hopes uh, going. Uh, You'll see uh, Utica at Port Huron Northern in girls uh, basketball. Uh, Later in the uh, week, I'll have uh, St. Clair Marine City boys. Um, we'll have a couple of hockey games uh, that I mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, you'll see Yale at Crosslex in boys basketball later in the week. Yep. Um, and that's, I, I think, a big game, actually, for both of those teams. Um, Lakeview Port here in high on Friday could be a huge basketball game uh, for boys because uh, that, that league is a mess. In a good way. I mean yes. that because you've got four teams fighting for a championship. Uh, and, and we're going to kind of hold out and wait uh, and see how the week unfolds to determine what game you're going to see on Friday because there's a couple of choices out there. Yeah, likely going to be something with the Max Silver, but just depending on earlier results in the week. Yeah. All right. So that's what we've uh, we've got. And, of course, we'll see you again on uh, Wednesday. Uh, we're hoping, too, maybe to do a boys basketball draft this week. Yeah, hope, I mean, we're may- hoping maybe to. Wednesday. Hopefully everyone's it, schedule it, works Yeah, out. it depends on Welper's schedule So, because we like to have that third team in there. It does make, make it a little more fun. Yeah, um, and, and it kind of spreads the, the talent around a little bit. And Brady wants wants to make uh, a Tyler Jamison free draft. But, like, <laughs> no, no I if don't. I get the number one pick, I'm getting DJ. I'm just saying that it's, <laughs> it just seems unfair because he – but – it's like oh, but way back in the day, if you ever played fantasy hockey, you had to draft Wayne Gretzky goals and Wayne Gretzky assists because he was too <laughs> overpowered by himself. So there, we could have his points or his rebounds would be your options there. No, we're not doing that. So I saw that little glint in your eye. All right, I'm going to go away now before we get into any further uh, arguments. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.